When people speak about Christ coming to earth the first time, they usually talk about how He came. But the great emphasis of Scripture is on why He came. Today, we examine the purpose statements found throughout the Gospel records. Each of them help us to understand more about Jesus. Join Scott Pauley now as we open the Bible and gain a fresh glimpse of the Lord. Why are you breathing today? Why are you alive? I mean, of all the people on planet Earth and those who have been called out of this world, why are we still here? I want to submit to you, if you're breathing, God's not finished with you. So, so don't you die before you die, and don't you quit before God is through. And if you are still alive, it must mean that there is some purpose. And what is the purpose? Now, while God's purpose and plan for each of our lives is unique, in a very real sense, God's purpose and plan for us all is the same. We are here not to do what we want to do, not to do what somebody else wants us to do. We are all here to do what God wants us to do. In fact, by its very definition, I believe that's what life is to be. It is finding and fulfilling God's plan. And you're never really fulfilled until you discover and do what God created you to do. And that is most beautifully and perfectly seen in the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why did Jesus come? We've come today to John chapter 6 and verse number 38. It is a powerful verse. It's powerful because it's about Christ, and it's wonderful to study more of Christ, but it's also powerful because it's about our Christian living. It connects to where we are. Oh, this verse could dynamically change the way you live today, what you give your energy and emphasis and attention to. Listen to the words of Jesus. John chapter 6, verse number 38. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. Do you see the contrast? He always seems to begin with the not. I'm not here to do this. He, he's removing all misunderstanding, all misconceptions, all misinterpretations. I'm not here to do what I want to do, and I'm, I'm not even here to do what you want me to do. Remember, Jesus had a bunch of people looking at him in John 6 that thought he was going to come and put down Rome and set up a, a political kingdom and empire. The Lord is sending a very clear message here. I, I'm not here to do what I think is best. I'm here to do the will of him that sent me. You remember the first time we see our Lord Jesus as a boy early in the temple? He's 12 years old. And uh, what is it he says to his mother and to Joseph? Uh, Wished ye not that I must be about my father's business? From the very beginning, uh, his, his purpose uh, was the father's purpose. His mission was the Father's mission. He understood something spiritually. And that is found all through the life and ministry of Christ, all to the very end, until finally he says it is finished. We'll come to that at the end of our study. But don't miss this. Why did Jesus come? He came to do the will of God. Uh, nothing more than what the Father wanted and nothing less than what the Father wanted. There's a beautiful verse in Colossians where Paul prayed that the people, the believers, would stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Years ago, I had a friend when I was going through a transition trying to find the Lord's will for me. He said, I'm praying this verse for you. I'm praying all the will of God. I made that my own. I started praying it myself. Lord, all the will of God. I prayed over my children, all the will of God for them. 
What does that mean? Nothing more than the will of God and nothing less than the will of God. I don't want to go beyond what God has for me, but I sure don't want to fall short of it. I want everything that God chooses for my life. And for the record, uh, that doesn't always make sense. Sometimes it defies logic. In fact, let me give you something just to ponder on today. Why didn't Jesus heal everybody? Uh, Why didn't he go everywhere? Why didn't he raise every dead person in the cemetery? Or why didn't he open every blind eye, uh, open every uh, ear that could not hear? Why? Because that was not what the Father had sent him to do. Remember, his, his mission was connected to his purpose. All of his works were connected to the ultimate work, which was calling men to believe on God and to know the Lord. I think sometimes we get so distracted by the details, so bogged down trying to do things maybe God hasn't even given us to do. I told some people recently at this juncture on my journey, I'm learning that one of the great struggles is discerning the difference between what I could do and what I should do. There are many things I could do, but that doesn't mean I should do all of those things. Think of what Jesus could do. He could do anything. No, he could do everything, Uh, but that is not necessarily what he should do. In another place in John's record, John chapter 8, verse 29, we read this, And he that sent me is with me, Jesus said. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. Now, for the record, only Jesus can say that. Only Jesus can say he always did what the Father wanted him to do and always the things that please the Father. But we sure ought to make that our goal. Don't you think we ought to say, Lord, I just want to find out why I'm here and what do you have for this day and and what do you want accomplished this week? I think sometimes we are so fixated on our own agendas, on our own ideas and perspectives, and, and I think sometimes we're so so dictated by what the people around us want us to do. And we don't want to disappoint, and we don't want to let them down, and we want to please men. Friend, in the end, the thing that matters is not pleasing men but God and not doing what you want but discovering what God wants. I've actually written in the margin of my Bible this question. If if Christ didn't do his own will, that's what he said, I came not to do mine own will but the will of him that sent me. If Christ didn't do his own will, Who on earth do I think I am to do my own will? I think that's a legitimate question. In fact, even in the Garden of Gethsemane, at the end of his life, what was his prayer? You know it. He prayed it three times. He prayed, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. That's the great prayer of surrender that should characterize the life of every true follower of Jesus Christ. When you get Christ's spirit, you'll pray that same prayer, and you'll mean it from your heart. Lord, I don't want my way. I want your way. I don't want what I want. I want what you want. I don't want my will. I want your will. And here's the beautiful truth. This is what Jesus knew because the Father's will is always right. God's way is always best. It was Jim Elliott that said that God always gives his best to those who leave the choice with him. Well, our Lord Jesus left all the choices and all the details with the Father and believed that the Father's way was perfect and obeyed the Father's plan perfectly. And I want to say to every person listening to me today, if if that was the great why Jesus came, to do the will of God, then don't you think that would be an honorable and godly goal for each of our lives? To say, Lord, I, I want my goal to be this. I want to believe that your way is perfect, and then I want to obey it perfectly. 
oh, I'm, I'm a sinner, and I do fall short of it so often. And sometimes I get ahead of God, and other times I lag behind. But every day I ought to get up and say, dear Lord, help me today to do one thing. Help me to do the will of God. Help me not just work on my priorities. Help me not just operate off my list. Help me instead to have an eye on heaven, an ear open to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, and a heart that is fixed on God. This is why Jesus came, and frankly, this is why Jesus has left us here. We are still here for one reason, and that is to do the will of God. So let me ask you a personal question. I don't know even who's listening right now, and I certainly don't know you. You'll have to answer this for yourself, not to me, but to God. Are you doing the will of God today? Are you doing today the things that please him? Or are you still taken with your will or the will of someone else? I, I want to challenge you. Let's all wave the white flag to the Heavenly Father today in the spirit of Jesus Christ and say, Lord, I just want to discover and do your perfect will with my life. That's when you're really following Jesus because that is why Jesus came. If you do not know Christ in a personal way, you can come to know Him today. Call on Him now in faith and ask Him to be your Savior. We would love to hear from you about your decision for Christ and help to answer any questions you have. You can communicate with us and find other helpful resources for studying the Bible at enjoyingthejourney.org. Remember that as surely as Jesus came the first time, He is coming again. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey with Jesus.